This is an IELTS Energy podcast, episode 233, Trivial Time Wasters That Will Derail Your IELTS Score. You are listening to the IELTS Energy podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection, and we're here to show you how to get the score that you need on your next IELTS exam. Find out why our strategies are the most powerful in the IELTS world and get your free video masterclass at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. Now, let's get to the show. In today's episode, find out three of the top ways that you could waste your time and derail your IELTS score and learn what to do instead. This podcast has helped thousands of people get the scores they need on IELTS with two new free episodes every week. You get advice on everything IELTS. From idioms to academic vocabulary, grammar to pronunciation, and even test strategies for every part of the exam. Don't miss an episode. Hit follow right now. Hey there, Jessica. How's it going on the West Coast? The best coast? I know. The West Coast is the best coast. Oh my God. Ooh, I'm going to have to post. Actually, I'm thinking about it. I need to post some pictures in our, in our Facebook group for our course. Ozzy and I went on a six mile trail run a couple days ago. It was amazing. And like part of it is seriously like you're running on a, I don't know how wide it is. It's not wide enough for us to run next to each other. Like he had to run in front of me oh. and it's just this sheer drop off on, of a cliff, like Ooh. on the right. <laughs> it was, it was crazy. And there's like waterfalls everywhere and like broken bridges. And Whoa, that sounds like, really dramatic. Oh my God. It was, it was awesome. It was, <laughs> it was amazing. That's the longest I've ran since, uh, my knee surgery. So it was like a big, it was like a big deal. Oh, I don't know. It was cool. super cool. That's super cool. Wow. Wow. We don't have that kind of dramatic landscape out here in the, in the East Coast, the worst coast. <laughs> <laughs> I wish there was a word that rhymed in East with East that meant bad. Beast. No, that I don't know. The beastly coast. <laughs> beastly but winters. Like, all yeah. this stuff, like all of these, hi- I've been going on tons of hikes and stuff with uh, James and Ozzy as well. And everything is seriously within like 20 to 40 minutes from my front door. Wow. That's so cool. Yeah. Wow. It's a very different, yeah, topography out there. I really like that. Geez, you're lucky. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, God, it's gorgeous. Students, listeners, anybody, if you want to come visit Portland, I'll take you on a hike with my son and my dog. Yeah. (laughs) Very cool. Very cool. And if you have a chance to, you know, study in the U.S. or live in the U.S., then check out the West Coast as a good option. You know, Washington and Oregon, Northern California, very cool places. Yeah, and just just beautiful. And it, it is really unique, isn't it? Like, I don't think there are many other places in the world that, that are like that, look like this, and feel no, like this. Yeah, yeah, totally. Oh, geez. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll right, stop right. Uh, bragging about Portland. <laughs> and- <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I guess we're kind of wasting time right now. Yeah. And you know, what? I tend to do that a lot, especially when I'm tired or when I'm scared of something. Exactly. If I'm like, 
avoid – like if I have a – especially if I have a big project to start, like starting something is the hardest thing, right? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. All, like because you don't really know how much work is going to be involved or how difficult it's going to be until you actually start it. So exactly. it's kind of this like vague uh, black cloud hanging over you and you just – you are just avoiding getting into that black cloud because you're scared and you're nervous. And yeah. in my case, um, what I do when I'm avoiding starting a new project, I do mm-hmm. stuff that really doesn't have to be done. Like I'll sweep my apartment again, or I'll, I don't know, I'll like yeah. organize the DVDs on my shelf. Like I'll do stuff that I oh, feel yeah. like, yeah. you know, maybe <clears throat> it feels like it's kind of productive, but I'm just, I'm lying to myself. Like that is not really what I need to be doing. Yeah. Self-deception. This is dangerous. I can't say how dangerous this is in running a business, right? So often I'll do something in the area of my business of the work that I need to get done, but it's not the most crucial task. Really, when it comes down to it, Jessica, what this is, is laziness that's a result Mm -hmm. of fear. Exactly. And it's, it's, um, deceptive laziness, right? Like yeah. you said, you're deceiving yourself because you're saying like, Oh, no, this is, this is stuff that I have to do as well. Oh, I'm just, my God. I'm just going to do this first. So exactly. <laughs> the reason, like, the reason why Lindsay and I thought of this today, um, is because we've, you know, we get lots of questions from, uh, listeners and even some students in our course where, like, they're, they're good questions. They're valid questions, but they're not the best use of your mental efforts. Right. And when we're preparing for an exam like IELTS, when so much is riding on this, we do not have the time, right? If we're in a 30 or 60 day study plan, if you're in our course, you know exactly what you need to do every day. And these time wasters are not on your plan. Okay, guys. So you don't have time for these time wasters. Exactly. Exactly. So these like these tiny questions about really discrete grammar and vocab points, like Mm -hmm. which prepositions or commas. I mean, we'll get into a couple examples, but um, basically, guys, the reason why they're time wasters is, first of all, even if you do understand this one thing, it's not going to be the difference between a six and a seven or even a seven and an eight. Like these mm-hmm. are not the things that decide your score. Mm-hmm. Um, there are more useful ways of spending your study time. So right. yeah, yeah. We, we got into an example last week about, mm-hmm. um, and it was a good question about the Oxford comma, the serial comma. Um, and again, like that's not going to be the difference between a, a whole band point. I mean, the, the examiner won't even notice if that right. comma is there or not because both, whether it's there or not, it's correct. Basically, mm-hmm. like yeah, the, right. either way, <laughs> yeah. it's, it is correct. Right. Depending on where you're writing, which country you're from or right. Exactly. Yeah. It's correct. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So, um, a better use of your time is making sure that you have those full stops, those periods at the end of every sentence and that you have a capital at the beginning of every sentence and make sure right. that you, if you do have funky handwriting, some students do have like funky handwriting, make sure that it actually does look like a capital. You know yeah. what I mean? Cause I could tell sometimes when I'm grading students papers, like your handwriting is just kind of weird. Um, <sighs> and it doesn't look like it looks like they're all small letters or, you know, so mm. that, I mean, that's something to make sure of. Yeah. So that's exactly, Jessica. So that's the first potential time waster. And the tricky thing here is, though, guys, on a different exam, the I mean, the comma, something similar to the comma, not this example, because, again, it could be right either way. But mm-hmm. a, a trivial issue like this, grammatical issue, could be a big problem on a different exam, but just not on this exam. Sure. So right. that means it's important to have someone to ask 
the questions to, right? We need to have someone to ask and, or we need to have a study plan. And again, if you don't see it on our study plan in our course, then it's not important. We only Mm -hmm. put what's important in our study plan because you guys are adults. We're not going to waste your time. Exactly. I mean, you guys, if you, you know, have been listening to this podcast for a while, (laughs) you know that Lindsay and I are both very busy as well. Like we don't Mm -hmm. just create stuff just to create stuff. I mean, if we, if we (laughs) give you a worksheet or if I spend my time recording a lecture for you guys, I'm Mm -hmm. not going to make it 20 minutes when it could be 10. I'm not going to fill time and waste my time and yours, you know, like Lindsay said, everything in there is necessary um and worthwhile so yeah just trust trust the plan (laughs) trust the plan exactly and if you don't have a plan if you're not in a course then you want to consider getting into a course if you want to get into ours you can go to allearsenglish.com forward slash k-e-y-s but you do need a plan so that you know what is important and what's not because it's not always obvious Right. I mean, how do you know? You're not an examiner. Like, right. how do you know what yeah, you need to pass the test? That's so, kind of the, the trick here. That's like the rub today, right? Jessica, we need to have someone to ask. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And if your teacher has not been working in IELTS for, you know, over a decade, I, just find me, find someone that has been in the field and has seen a billion tests and answers to tell you what you need to do. Yeah, um, yeah. there, there was another question in our Facebook group from one of our students. And it's again, like these are all good questions, you guys. We just want to tell you that maybe you could be spending your time in a, a more efficient way. So, yeah. Um, this person was practicing speaking part two, describing people, and she was describing a person from her past. And mm-hmm. she was wondering if she should use the present simple or the past simple to describe this person's personality. And it's, it's a good question. Like I actually enjoyed talking to her back and forth about why you should use which tense. Mm. Um, but again, like really, if you're telling a story from the past and this person is still alive, Present or past, like both would like work, you know, Mm. if I'm saying like, um, yeah, my friend and I went to Hawaii and I met this, uh, super funny guy from Spain and he is, uh, he is really smart. I don't know, but Mm -hmm. if uh, he was really smart, both both are fine. fine. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's really trivial, actually. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're right. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, it's, it's a really, really discreet question, really tiny question, but guys, what instead, what you need to be focusing on is just your, your fundamental understanding of three tenses, present simple, past simple, and present perfect. Those are the three most common tenses. And that's what you're going to be using on the speaking test and the writing test. So just make sure you understand those. Don't, don't waste your time. Like if students comes up sometimes and they're like, how do I use the past perfect continuous? And I'm just like, you don't. Like you just, you don't. (laughs) Yeah, I know it's true. Not all grammar tenses in those big charts you see at the back of textbooks are equal, created equal, right? They're not all, we don't need to understand them all equally well. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. And these, um, these tenses that are so rare, I mean, native speakers barely use these tenses, you know, mm-hmm. um, that means you're not going to use it on the test, right? Yeah. And yeah. really something like that, some rare sort of sentence structure, verb tense like that is really only an issue at band score nine. Mm-hmm. You know what I yeah. mean? That's when you're going to be using that stuff. So even if you're shooting for an eight, guys, what you need to do is work on your accuracy, not so much your verb tense range, but your accuracy. So mm-hmm. just spend your time with those 
those three tenses, make sure you understand how to use those because that's that's seriously all you need. <laughs> yeah. The reason that the students in Three Keys IELTS perform well on the IELTS exam and get their target score is that they follow our very specific daily study plan where we show you exactly what to do each day. They don't waste time jumping from free website to free podcast and remaining confused. To get into the course and to download your daily study plan instantly, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S. This is so interesting. This is really a mental shift that we need to do. We actually need to get gather up our courage to do what matters. I I just find it fascinating. I think this goes back to our whole philosophy at All Ears, All Ears English of connection, not perfection. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. This it, it happens with everyday English students too. Like as you said, you get questions about these minute grammar issues. But mm-hmm. what we need to be doing is going out and having conversations. And by asking those questions, we're delaying the conversations that we should be having. So it really is coming from fear. Exactly, exactly. So um, instead of thinking about how you would answer one specific question with one specific tense, Mm -hmm. you know, you need to think about, well, maybe I should just practice answering five more questions because that's going to help your fluency. That's going to help your confidence. You know, there there are ways you could take even just the, the 10 minutes that you're wasting sort of figuring out this tiny question. Just take those 10 minutes and and increase your score in another like valid way. Yeah. Yeah. We have to be, this requires like sheer honesty with ourselves, right? And yeah. courage. So. And yeah. having access to someone that can tell you you're wasting your time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. No, totally. That's, I realized that as we started talking today, Jessica, it's very hard for our listeners if they're not in a course to, 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 to figure out what does matter. I mean, they can look at the, at the descriptors, right, Jessica, but still mm-hmm. it's not very clear when it comes to these little issues shoes, what matters and what doesn't. Oh gosh, I know. If as even for teachers who aren't examiners, if they're yeah. looking at the IELTS descriptors, like they they can't tell you what they mean. Oh, they yeah. can't they can't look at an essay and and mark yeah. it with a six or a seven. It's mm. it's really it's mm. really vague. That's why examiners have to go through super intense training periodically. It doesn't matter how long they've been examining. They have to be trained and checked all wow. the time to make sure that they understand what's happening. Wow. Yeah. No, that's a very different caliber versus just someone who teaches IELTS. Yeah. Yeah. Or teaches no. <laughs> English in general, even even worse. Yeah. <laughs> no, I okay. met a, a, t- a local teacher <coughs> who shall remain nameless, of course. Okay. But <laughs> I met a local teacher and he teaches IELTS. Um, he's been doing it a long time. He's a great teacher, mm-hmm. um, but he's never been an examiner. He's never worked with the exam. And yet he's instructing these classes and and like going to universities to talk about IELTS and stuff and I'm like but how why you don't even understand what's the what a 6 is like how or mm. you know I I don't know Oh wow, it's, it's dangerous. Yeah, yeah, it's disappointing. No, absolutely. Yeah. And then, so we're giving it to you straight here, guys. I mean, this is really what we need to know to get the scores that we need. And Jessica, was there a third distractor, a, a third kind of um <clears throat> trivial question that we had or was that just those yeah. two? No, yeah. there's another one. There I'm sure we could think of 20,000 more, but yeah. there there was another one. Uh someone wrote in asking about the difference between in my mind and to my mind. And and like I've seen this question before from IELTS students as well. Um, And again, like the problem is her teacher um, or him, sorry. The problem was his teacher because 
his teacher told him that um he has to use to my mind because in my mind is incorrect. Like, oh, oh God. God, be come on, guys. Like, I don't know. Teachers have to make themselves feel useful by like <laughs> yeah. defining rules and telling people yeah. what to do sometimes. When really, right. guys, I mean, d- both. Like, they're both fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um some people say in my mind. I say to my mind. Like, wh- right. whatever. They're both correct. And it it's, seriously doesn't matter. Really this silly. one tiny little preposition is not going to break your score, yeah. nor the other way, if it is correct, nor is it going to impress the examiner to the extent to give you a higher score. Like, it's not going to make a difference. So no what this person should be doing, instead of wasting their time thinking about these two phrases and honestly, like, trusting the wrong person to give them an answer, mm-hmm. they should be spending time um, like in our course we have we have the phrases that you need to use in speaking part three and writing task two to express your opinion in interesting ways native speaker like ways that will force the examiner to to think about a seven and like these two phrases are whatever they're fine but there are way more interesting ways unique ways that you can impress the examiner um, so yeah. these, these lists that IELTS teachers give you or that you see in textbook, guys, I promise you they're not enough. They're enough for a six. They're enough for a six mm. for sure. But if you want to truly aim higher than that and set yourself apart from other students, you need the list that we give you in our course that are based mm. on, they're not based on textbooks, right? Yeah. They're based on how real people talk and yeah. what examiners are looking for. Exactly. And we have that Evans because we just recently had a student, right, who I believe got an 8.5 in writing and she let us know all of the linking phrases that she used from our course directly. Exactly. Straight out of our course, straight out Mm -hmm. of that um, super easy to remember and memorize outline that Mm -hmm. I give you guys with exactly Mm -hmm. which phrases to use where. Like straight out of it. 8.5. 8.5. Like that's amazing. (laughs) I know. That is so cool. 8.5 in writing. It's it's incredible. It's incredible. I can't wait to talk to that student very soon here on the show. Right, Jessica? Yes. We have some super amazing interviews coming up with our excellent students from our course. Um, both are in the eight range and they will both be on the show in the next couple weeks. Yes, yeah. I love it. I love it. So again, this comes down to two things, being honest with ourselves and and gathering up the courage to do the right thing. I, I really can identify that with this because in business, it's it's devastating to your business if you do the wrong things. And it's devastating to your test score if you do the wrong things because we have mm-hmm. a limited amount of time. Exactly. Exactly. And I know how difficult it is to control your time. I mean, all the work I do now is from home. It's, it's all on me. There's nobody mm-hmm. telling me what to do. You know, I have a list of things that I have to do for our course, for our podcast, for our website, for the YouTube channel. But I also have these projects that I'm still completing for publishers in Asia for different test prep series. And I have a new business English book that I'm starting to work on. But all of it, like nobody is sending me a schedule. It's really hard to sometimes like focus and be like, okay, First things first, what do I have to do right now? And just like yeah. dive in when there is such a long list. Lindsay and I get, we understand that it's difficult and you yeah. guys are going through that. You don't have anyone to tell you, turn to page five, 
and complete those exercises, and then you're going to get a higher score. That's why our study plan is so necessary and Mm -hmm. is one of the things that students love first and foremost about our course because it does organize their time for them. I We do tell you what to do every day with each hour so you know that you're not wasting your time. And then you could focus on, okay, I have three hours of test prep to do today, and then the rest of my time I'm going to spend with my family. I'm going to go out with my friends. I'm going to go for a run, you know? Exactly. Because the worst thing is spending your entire day on these, let's call them trivial time wasters, right? Yeah. And then you you feel like you've done something, but you haven't, right? Because right. you, have, <laughs> no. you haven't moved closer to your score, though in your mind you feel like you've worked hard. And what is that? That just leads to burnout. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's, you know, guys, just you, you're smart. You, you need to spend your time in smart ways. That's yeah. it. That's, that's, that's the takeaway from today. That's the takeaway so that we can move on, move our families abroad and achieve our life vision because that's why we're all here, guys. Okay. Good. This has been really important, Jessica. I am so glad we covered this topic and, uh, we'll be back here tomorrow. Yeah. Awesome. Have a good all day, right. Lindsay. Take care. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car, like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all wheel drive. You can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.